Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, Birdstown Hunter fans. It's me, Tom, with you this evening after a very disappointing loss to the Seattle Seahawks, a game in which it never really felt like the Eagles were going to lose, but somehow they found a way right at the end, giving up a significant 85-plus yard drive right at the end of the game, pretty much as time expired, and that was that. So, um, hey, I don't want to make this a long show. Don't really feel like it being a long show, but a few observations. Starting with the positives, it was great to see a couple of our young defensive backs making strides and making an impact today. Keely Ringo, in particular, his first start, I thought made some plays. Um, He showed up in the running game as a defender. He made a couple of nice pass breakups. That's really positive and something we really need. Um, and Sidney Brown also making strides. Now, Sidney did have a couple of significant missed tackles, which led to big plays. But overall, I like what I'm seeing from Sidney Brown and Keely Ringo. So that's, I think, something good because uh, on the flip side, James Bradbury um, just appears to have lost it. He gave up the game-winning touchdown, just never seems to be around the receiver catching the ball with a couple of exceptions this year. And um, yeah, his fall from grace is pretty staggering. Jalen Carter um, had a nice sack in the game and showed up in a couple plays. Um, But again, our pass rush was just too frequently not seen when we needed it. Um, They did have a couple of third third down stops, which is something we haven't done very well this year at all, being that we're last in the league on third down defense. Um. So otherwise, uh, some nifty running by DeAndre Swift during the game. Um, if you watched him, he had some beautiful runs, nice cutbacks, just a not enough, not enough of them, not enough of the running game yet again. Uh, it was a, probably a little bit better than the last couple of weeks, but again, you know, fits and spurts where we seem determined to try to run the ball in one drive and the next drive, we just seem to abandon it. Um, but, you know, if, if we're really analyzing where I think we're struggling and falling apart these days... Uh, Jalen Hurts is at the center of that discussion. He threw two crucial interceptions today on deep balls that frankly did not need to get thrown. Um, one to Kez Watkins, where you could argue he was, you know, he was getting penalized or he was, he was, um, he was getting pass interfered with, but it didn't get called. So, you know, whatever. And then the other one on the sidelines right at the end of the game, when we had a chance to tie up the game and Jalen, again, both times throwing deep balls that didn't need to get thrown and resulting in interceptions in both cases. And that was the difference in the game. Uh, and credit to the Seahawks defense and the defenders. I think it was Jordan Love, potentially both plays. Uh, I think he's a safety for the Seahawks, made great plays on both. Um, and, you know, what can you say? Um, I just, I think Jalen has a lot of soul searching to do right now because he's a huge part of the problem on offense. He's missing open receivers. He's not seeing open receivers. Um, He's constantly taking the harder throw when easier ones are available to him. And it's hurting the offense. It's hurting our ability to string first downs together. And, you know, he had some good plays with his legs, but as a passer, he's really regressed. And he really does remind me of the Jalen Hurts we saw in 2021, which is kind of scary because we paid the guy $51 million a year not to be that guy. So, um, Jalen, I, I, you know, and I, I do question again, play calling Brian Johnson and Nick Sirianni. They just don't seem to want to give Jalen easy throws. And maybe it's just that he's not taking them. But where are the slants? Where are the easy kind of button hooks in the middle of the field of the tight end? Just things to get Jalen in a rhythm. The swing passes to running backs. I mean, we saw a couple today. They seem to be sniffed out the whole time by the Seahawks. The Seahawks seem to know it was coming, which 
leads you to believe that we're a predictable offense and that defenses can scheme around our predictability. And I think that's just the case. Again, you know, Nick Sirianni this week said our offense runs through A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. And you, you, it begs the question of why. Why do we not have more versatility? And um, why are we not trying to share targets around some other players on the field? Like um, Olamide Zacchaeus has been completely forgotten. You know, uh, DeAndre Swift isn't nearly enough of a factor in the passing game, and he should be. Julio Jones, we actually saw him make a catch today, but... That's a rarity. It just feels like we're too predictable. Our offense isn't creative. We're taking too many deep shots unnecessarily. We're being too aggressive and failing. Um, And so, you know, these are things that are holding this team back. And, you know, to score 17 points on a defense that's banged up to a backup quarterback. Um, The Seahawks weren't even starting their starting quarterback, Geno Smith. He didn't play this game. This is just one of those losses, like to get pounded by the Cowboys um, and the 49ers. Okay, cool. They're two of the best teams in the league, bar none. But to lose to the Seahawks. Now, I get it was in Seattle, but man, oh man. Now, there has been some uh, controversy this week. So Sean Desai has effectively been stood down as a defensive coordinator. I don't know what his actual role is or title anymore. But Matt Patricia, who was a longtime defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots during their Super Bowl run and their Super Bowl years, has taken over as the uh, the play caller on defense. And frankly, don't think we saw positive results from that today. The defense, you know, completely capitulated at the end of the game when we needed them to stand up. So, you know, I mean, that possibly is just a byproduct of shoddy personnel. I don't know. But one thing for certain is our defensive line is, you know, if you want to point to the two deficiencies on the team right now, it's the way Jalen Hurts is playing and the offense is being called. And then on the defense, the way the defensive line is playing because they're not getting sacks. They're so overpaid. There's so many draft picks invested in there and we're getting very little out of that, you know, and it's it's pretty disappointing. Jordan Davis, not seeing him make an impact in the run anymore. We're getting gouged in the running game. We used to be a good run defense. We're not anymore. Um, Jalen Carter, you know, he did make a couple of splash plays, but I think he's, you know, he's not grading up very well overall when you see pro football focus is great. So I think, you know, he makes some splash plays, but then gives up a ton in the running game. Um, Hassan Reddick, you know, was in coverage today in weird places and didn't make a lot of splash plays himself. I mean, we saw a couple of things from Josh Sweat on the running game, but you know, it's just, it's not enough. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are still kind of out there making plays, but I just don't feel like the defensive line is playing up to expectations and it's hurting everybody. Um, Shaq Leonard, our new linebacker, did start today because Zach Cunningham was hurt. I didn't see great results out of him. He certainly missed a couple plays we needed him to make. Uh, one where Sidney Brown was trying to make a tackle on Kenneth Walker, the, the running back from the Seahawks, and Shaq Leonard took a bad, bad angle. That resulted in a big first down. Yeah, there's just a lot to pick apart right now and be worried about. And I do think um, if Nick Sirianni wants to keep his job longer term... He's going to need to look at this offense long and hard and decide whether or not Brian Johnson's worth a second season. And, you know, Frank Reich, who uh, Nick Sirianni coached under at the Colts, he's now on the street because uh, he got fired by the Panthers. And he's a pretty good offensive mind. It does beg the question of whether we might see, you know, Frank Reich come in as offensive coordinator next year and Brian Johnson get shipped out. Who knows? Um, I mean, when the Sean Desai move happened, I would never have expected to see that. So anything's possible at this stage. And I think now Nick Sirianni's grasping his straws. He's pro- properly getting some adversity. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, we are, we're, we're floundering. You know, we're in a spiral that is not going in the right direction. And and frankly, we've got the Giants, the Cardinals and the Giants coming up. You know, the Giants lost this week, but Tommy DeVito, I've said this before, quarterback is a great story, playing well. Giants defense is tough. 
I don't think any of these games are gimmies anymore. And if we do make the playoffs, which I think we are now, I think we have made the playoffs mathematically, so we will be there. What what are we going to do? I mean, we're not going to make an impact. Our defense is, it's, you know, it's not a good defense anymore. I, I think we can well and truly agree to that. And the offense, again, man, we don't score points. You know, we turn the ball over a lot. Uh, so, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, everybody. I wish I could sound more upbeat, but this is a killer loss because this is the one game where you're like, okay, this is how we write the ship. Going to Seattle, backup quarterback. This is how we make everybody realize we're, we're, we've still got it. Those two games, those two massive defeats, you know, they don't define us. Well, this was the week where we needed to stand up and show the world that, that we've still got it, and we didn't. We didn't at all. Uh, again, losing by three points to a backup quarterback and a banged-up defense in Seattle is just a really tough pill to swallow. So, folks... That's all I'm going to say tonight. Um, I wish I had more positive things to say to all of you, but I don't. Uh, So, yeah, next week, uh, I think it's Christmas Day in America. So, Boxing Day for us, the Giants and Eagles play. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I think this is a weird season. Start out 10-1 and and then all of a sudden, you know, reality comes crashing down on you. And uh, here we are. So everybody, listen, enjoy the holiday season. Um, there are more to, more things to life than football. Uh, enjoy time with family and friends. And um, who knows, maybe we'll get a miracle. But I think, you know, let's just expect an early departure from the playoffs this year. And I think uh, if you're expecting that, the pain will be a little less. So everyone, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. See ya.